On this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Coach Hakeem Souley. Coach Souley is the head varsity football coach at McDonough High School, and he teaches math in a building, which includes financial literacy and algebra too. This is Connor Newcomb from the Locked On Orioles podcast. For athletes of all types, both on and off the field, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health is a game changer. Led by board-certified physicians using state-of-the-art equipment, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health will have you back to what you love. To learn more, go to www.lifebridgehealth.org slash sportsmedicine or call 410-870-7940. If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, You've found it. We are the authority. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller. Coach Soule, thanks for being here, sir. Hey, thank you, John. I'm glad to be sitting here and having a conversation with you. Yeah, we usually, I usually start with this banter because my little studio is in this little weird neighborhood in Hamden, Remington, and it's this old warehouse. And people, sometimes I have a hard time following, uh, finding it. But you know what? It's We're not there, are we? We are not. We're, we're sitting here in my classroom, room 202 in the Naola building on John McDonough's campus. McDonough's camp? This place is huge. Uh, it sits on 800 acres. It's uh, been around since 1873, and uh, man, it's one of the best campuses around. And I usually jump into the podcast stuff, but talking about McDonough's is a great place to start because you went to high school here. I did. Graduated 2005. I um, attended here just for the four years in high school. Prior to that, uh, grew up in Baltimore City, went to Garrison Middle School. Not sure they're even in existence today. I think it shut down a That's few something years you have ago. to check, yeah. Yeah, School 42 um, off of Garrison Boulevard. I uh, had an opportunity. Uh, well, actually, growing up, I, I thought I was going to go to Poly, and that was uh, where all my friends went. And I remember walking down the hallways, and I had a counselor. Uh, she pulled me aside and said, uh, because I was a very studious student in middle school, and she pulled me to the side and said, I came, uh, and I think you should apply to the school. And I looked at the postal board and I said to myself, damn, that's all she thinks? She wants me to go work at McDonald's right away? And That's uh, funny. I've, I haven't heard that, but I can see an eighth grader being like, wait a minute. Did oh, you like yeah, fries eighth, with that? Eighth grader from the inner city. I'm like, huh, what is she talking about? I'm not going to McDonald's. And then uh, never even heard of McDonald's. And I remember driving up on Shell Road uh, one evening. My mom uh, drove me up here and uh, the rest was history. I mean, I just saw the campus, had a great interview with our mission director at the time, Brian McBride, and uh, changed my life. Did you play football before you came here? I did. I okay. grew up playing uh, recreation ball for the Overly Orangemen, and that was kind of my introduction to sports and really kind of helped me through with the application process because you know, aside from uh, the academics, I was able to contribute in other areas, which made me an attractive student at that time. That middle school staff member must have saw something in you when you were in eighth grade said, you know what, this guy's got what it takes to not work at McDonald's, to go to McDonough, and then continue past that yeah yeah I, I would say I was a big personality and uh, kind of the life of the party but also 
uh, I, I was a person who was diverse in different areas, not just in the classroom, but you know, in hallways, uh, student government organizations. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I, I did a lot back in the day. Those leadership skills were identified early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, it's kind of full circle, which led me back to McDonough after um, graduating from the University of Maryland and coming back here. It was uh, someone saw something to me, never really thought I was going to be a teacher, had kind of inklings that I was going to maybe get into coaching, wasn't sure if I was going to do the collegiate route or high school, but then um, my mentor and athletic director right now, Matt McMullen, uh, had a conversation with me and said, hey, you ever thought about teaching? I think you would be an amazing teacher. And I was like, oh, never thought about it. And uh, they created an internship here at the school, and I was the first recipient of that uh, teaching position. Teaching and coaching probably aren't that different. I mean, they're... No, they're not now. I mean, grow up, get up. In the very beginning of my career, I, I, I thought they were, and I was trying to separate it, and I, I realized that to be a good coach had to be a really good teacher. All right, before we get past McDonough, and we're going to come back to McDonough because yes. we are here, yep. mascot for your athletics is the? Eagles. We're Eagles. the Eagles. Okay, so your Eagles colors are orange. Orange and black. You played football all four years here? or did All you? four years, yep. Very here, good. Here at McDonough. Offense, defense, both? Uh, both, both. Both. You know, uh, McDonough, we're not a – we're big in campus, very sitting on 800 acres, but actually when you look at the enrollment and back then, we had, we had a small amount of students, uh, not that many boys. We only had 325 boys in the upper school, and I believe uh, when I was, we were probably maybe 200 when wow, I was in high wow, school. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to ask you to go back, and it's not that far because yep. I don't think you're that old, Coach. But Yeah, I'm only uh, 36. Okay, so we're going to go back to high school. Yes. We're, you're preparing to p- play another team. Yes. What's the scouting report? of Hakeem Soule, the football player back in high school at McDonough. What are they going to say about you, and how are they going to prepare for you? Well, they were just, well, primarily, so I've, I'm only 5'10". And back in high school, I was about 209. I'm smaller now. And uh, I played center, so undersized. So they probably are going to say, hey, we're going to put our best guy against them, and uh, we're going to try to beat him up all day on, on the offensive end. And then, yeah, I played a bit of linebacker, and they probably were going to say, uh, I was very – Tough against the run, but they would say, hey, let's let's throw against this guy and see if he can cover. That would probably be the scouting report. Okay. So the scouting report must have worked out okay because you end up playing football after McDonough. You went to Maryland. I did, yeah. So I went to Maryland, uh, walked on at the University of Maryland. Uh, Coming out, I thought I was going to go to Stony Brook University. Uh, It was 1AA in Long Island, and they awarded me – uh, a scholarship, but at the time I didn't realize it was going to be a partial scholarship. So it was 50% of the bill and tuition back then, I believe it was about maybe 50 to 55 grand a year. And I was Ooh. like, oh, I'm not going to come up with the other half. And right. yeah, it was right around that time I had applied for the University of Maryland. Alice Margraf, our college counselor, um, suggested, hey, won't you still apply to the University of Maryland, you know, and just see where it goes. Just in and case. I did. And, um, when the tuition bill came back, that uh, after scholarship and, and being an in-state resident, that it was going to be half the bill. I, I elected to go to the University of Maryland. And that financial literacy started early with you, Coach. <laughs> it did. It did. I, it started actually when I, uh, I always had a, like, appreciation for money, and then always had a sense of what things would cost. Um, you know, my family and I we didn't grow up extremely wealthy, although McDonough's one of the elite private schools. Um, I remember getting accepted to McDonough and the admissions letter say, hey, Hakeem Sule, you've been accepted uh, into the McDonough school. 
uh, which, you know, brought instant gratification and joy. And then after that, I flipped the page and I saw how much it was going to cost. And I remember seeing the $3,000 bill and I'm thinking to myself, how are we going to be able to afford that? And so I, I told my mom, I'm like, hey, we, I got in, I got in, but, you know, there's a $3,000 bill uh, that you're going to receive if I go to the school. Can we make it work? And she's like, yeah, it'll be tight, but we can make it work. And so she did. And so. Kudos uh, to mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love my mom. She, she's she's a, oh, every home game. So she's, a, you know, a big McDonough supporter and fan. So Maryland is D1, and you said you were a walk-on. Can you, I was a walk-on. So, so there may be a couple kids out there that didn't get recruited and yep. are not. How does the walk-on process, how did it work then? And yeah. from what you know, is it the same now? Uh, similar. I think there are more perks now. Uh, but with the walk-on, uh, if you didn't know, there is a two-part process. Uh, there's what we call a PWO, a preferred walk-on. Uh, that's when you, I believe each institution is only allowed probably – somewhere between five to 10 PWO spots. There's a rule. NCAA's got plenty of them. Yes. And and that rule would uh, pretty much dictate how many walk-ons you can invite to camp because I believe you only have 85 full scholarships. Got it. And I believe during training camp you can bring uh, 105 to camp. So I was not a part of the 105, oh, although okay. I was a walk-on. So I was a, a, a student athlete who was student, wasn't even on the team, considered an athlete. That once school started, they had an additional walk-on tryout for those who weren't PWOs, who were enrolled at the university and wanted to try out for the football team. Got it. And so I tried out for the football team, and uh, I remember it was just a workout, just similar to what athletes do in, in, in their camps now for the colleges. And um, after the workout, was was told fairly quickly that I had made the team. Very cool. Yeah. Is this a freshman? This is as a freshman. Get yeah. out of here. Yep. That's impressive. Yep. Yeah, so it was a good experience. So uh, I was excited. Really didn't know what that all entails at the collegiate level, Division One, I, I should say, in terms of uh, the demands that it was in, 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 in the expectation. It's a full-time and job. Isn't full-time it? job. It's a full-time job considering that you still, you know, had to maintain your GPA, go to classes, and then you were doing everything – that the uh, scholarship athlete was doing wow. the football team. The only thing that you didn't do was you couldn't eat in a cafeteria with those guys. <sighs> so you would do everything. You would go to practice, you would go to every workout. And then, you know, that you, was you, tough. Did when your buddies would, hook you up at least? Did you get some plates here and there? Well, they, they, would, they would try. Okay, but, you okay. know, they would they would, they would they get, they want to mess up their well. scholarships. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, that would be the only time where you're like, wow, I don't feel like I'm a part of the team. So you you go into the regular dining hall and then – that was just, that was it. That was the experience for the first couple of years, and I did that. There was a time when I thought about quitting, and oh. um, I remember giving my mom a call because <clears throat> I was five ten. I worked my butt off, doing a doing a great job. I was getting um, you know, high praises from all of my coaches, uh, from the head coach Ralph Friesian. And I remember sitting there with uh, my position coach Chris Kosh, and he's like, "Look, unless you grow five inches in the next three months, I can't play you." You know, and at the time. I, I didn't quite understand that. I just felt like, man, wow. Like, here I was. Like, you know, I I, I had proven myself. At least I felt like I have. I, and I played well in the scrimmages and practices, and I felt like I had earned an opportunity. And um, at that moment, I remember calling my mom and was like, hey, I don't know if I, could, if I still want to do this. Should I quit? And she's like, no, just hang in there. I was like, maybe I should transfer to a lower level. And... Um, 
you know, after that conversation, that was a tough day for me. But then after that conversation, I just said, you know what, I'm just going to stick with it. I'm not going to quit. Uh, I'll prove these guys wrong. You know, I'll prove some of my friends wrong. And um, I'm, I'm glad it was probably the best decision I ever made. Reason why I'm the coach today. Reason why I'm a teacher here at McDonough. Um, and after that moment, I just decided to hey, get back to work. I believe in myself, and then it paid off for me. Uh, my last two years, uh, I got to play every game, special teams. Never got in as a linebacker, but I was a leader out there on the special teams unit. Uh, I, I did everything besides PAT, field goals. I was on punt, kickoff, kickoff return, punt return. Um, and then at the end, uh, Ralph Friesian awarded me a full scholarship my senior year. That's awesome. Yeah. It did so, pay off. Yeah, it did pay off. Yeah. It was, it was a great experience for me. I uh, made some great memories, got to travel to some great uh, universities, playing some big time bowl games. And so, um, e- eating the place where the other athletes ate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was, was it worth the that. wait, Coach? <laughs> it, it, it was worth the wait. They, they, they do a good job. Uh, this was at Gossett uh, Field House. They don't use that anymore. I know they have the new um, sports complex now over there at the University of Maryland. But it was a great experience, great memories, and you know, I'm, I'm glad I went through that journey. Very cool. So what happened after college? Did you stay so, in sports? Did you stay sports adjacent? You, yeah, so the crazy thing is I graduated in December. Um did not get the walk because that was the year of the uh, snowstorm. This would have been in 2009. So December of 2009, after the season, my senior year, I finished up and I, I, I graduated. And then after that, um, I kind of had inkling that I was going to come back and start coaching at McDonough. And it wasn't until probably – so I started at McDonough – in January 2010, I was just helping out in the weight room. Just we, There wasn't a full-time strength and conditioning coach, sure, so I sure. said, well, hey, what's the way I can give back and Absolutely. help right away yeah, yeah. and at least show the guys that I'm willing to do whatever it takes to, to, to have a job. And so did that for a few months, um, and then they said, hey, we are going to create the internship, and uh, it's a position we would like for you to apply. And I, I applied for the position, and I remember – giving out my resume and there was nothing on there but football I had no job experience never been a teacher and you know, I'm uh, applying for a teaching position and so uh, you know it, it, what did I say how could I convince these individuals these expert teachers that hey I could be a teacher and you know all I said during that two things uh, and the lesson that I learned from my time in University of Maryland that I'm never going to quit and that I would continue to work hard and find the answers. Um, and then the second thing was I was going to ask for help. And so if uh, there was something I did not know, I wasn't going to walk around and act like I knew it or, or – Fake it till you make it. It's not, it's not <laughs> yeah. part of your uh, plan. No, 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 no. I, I was going to ask questions. And I remember having an internship, and that first year I did. I asked a lot of questions, and I remember just – Preparation. I remember getting a textbook and going through every single problem because I had an option. Although my major in college was history, uh, I actually teach math. And the reason why is because growing up, I really loved numbers and I felt like, do I really want to grade papers? And I was thinking to myself, I don't, I don't know if I want to get in that game. I think numbers are a little easier to. It's either know. the right number or not the right number. Exactly. <laughs> and so I uh, that first year, it was just. Plugging away, you know, answering, asking questions and trying to stay one step ahead of my students. 
Very cool. So I want to thank you for this time, and yeah. I don't I don't want to keep you too long because no, no, no. we're we're recording this in late August. This will probably go out the middle beginning of September. Yeah. You're knee deep in football season. Yeah. Have, have games started yet? Uh, no. First game is this Friday against Mount Zion Prep. Oh, hello. Uh, we had a scrimmage last week against Voice Lab. Uh, so is Mount Zion home or away? Uh, it's home. Home. Oh, yeah. And it's a scrimmage. Does it play out like a like a game, or do you like so take Mount some Zion will be uh, will be an actual game week zero. Okay. Uh, and so yeah, that's that's why we we have a tough opponent. I mean. Uh, Coach Spinner does a great job with the program. They always have great athletes. So uh, it's one where we don't take lightly. That's probably a good thing to do. I hope they don't take you lightly, but <laughs> if they do, that's their mistake. <laughs> what I what I like to end with, and what I like to lead up to this whole podcast is, I'm hoping I get a high school kid, a student athlete, yep. middle school kid, someone's listening to this podcast, and they're like, "All right, what does Coach Hakeem Sule think? What what should I be doing?" Now, you're knee-deep in the season, so all the preparation is kind of coming to a head now because you're starting to play and the games are coming. But there might have been some preparation time. And you know what? Kids are going to prepare next year. You might have a ninth or 10th grader on the, on, the, on the team, and they might think, you know, maybe they're on the JV team and they want to play varsity. Maybe they are the varsity team and they want to be a walk-on or they're going to go for a scholarship. What, what could – do you have any advice for that kid? Is there something that you said over and over again to a kid, some kind of advice that you have for that kid that you'd like to be able to send it to them now? Yeah, I mean, for for any player in my program or outside of my program, I would just say enjoy the moment. And really, this game is going to end for us all at some point in terms of playing the game of football. Um, And I I tell my players this all the time. I I was around the game of football. I played football from the age of five with the overly orangemen all the way until my last game. I was 21 against uh, Boston College at Bird Stadium. And I remember counting down the last 10 seconds. There was, the clock was running. I looked to my friend, Michael Carter, and I said, Mike, there's only 10 seconds left on the clock. And he looked at me like, oh. he was only a sophomore. I was a senior. I was like, this is the last 10 seconds I'll ever play football. And he, he thought I was kidding. And, and then as he was saying, he was like, what are you talking about? I was counting down. I said, three Two, one, it's over. And I knew, I, I mean, I, I knew I wasn't going to go play professional football. And uh, I had that dream, you know, and we all have that dream. And I had that dream from five all the way up until that point where maybe a couple of weeks prior, I was like, oh, it's really over. Or a couple of months prior to that. But uh, it was a cold day, and I, I just knew this was going to be the end for me playing the game of football. And so – Looking back at it, and when I tell my kids all the time now, even the ones who are at McDonald, we've been blessed to have some uh, major Division One uh, athletes here. I've, I've coached two All-Americans, Undarmed All-Americans. A uh, couple of guys have gone to the NFL that I've been on the staff and um, helped coaching with. Uh, and and it, it, it all ends at some point. And, um, you know, a person who helps me realize that, and, and he'll probably say I help him, is my best friend, Darius Hayward Bay, uh, who went to McDonough, classmate of mine here at McDonough, and also at the University of Maryland. And, you know, that realization kicked in for him. And this is a guy who actually played 10 years in the NFL. Wow. And the clock, you know, ran out for him. And so enjoy the game, right? Enjoy the memories. You won't remember all the wins and losses, I probably remember more losses than wins, even though you know, we've been on the winning side more, especially in my career, won championships, been a part of some undefeated teams. Um, but 
you know, we, the, the stuff that you remember the most is going to be the grind, the daily practices, um, hanging out in the, in, in the lunch hall with your with your teammates before the games, grabbing snacks afterwards, part the parties after the game, celebrating. Enjoy that moment. And, I, and that's something I, I tell my team all the time. It's like, hey, guys, look, not all of us will go on to play college football. I mean, if you, you look at the numbers, I think it's, it's less than a percent of all high school athletes that are out there. And there are millions in this country that play. And not everyone's going to get the opportunity to play college football. Um, but so enjoy, enjoy whatever it is that, that, that lies ahead of you for your future. Enjoy that moment. That's great advice, Coach. Are you guys on social media? Do you use Twitter, yeah, Instagram? Yeah, yeah, How do you yeah. share information about uh, McDonough Football? Uh, so Instagram, we're at McDonough Football. I have a personal Twitter page at MCD Coach Sule. And then the Twitter handle is the same as the Instagram at McDonough Football. And I keep saying Twitter, but it's called X now, isn't it? Uh, is it called? I, I, I think one of my official. players corrected me on that the other day. I kept yeah. saying Twitter, and then he's like, I think it's X. And yeah. I was like, I, I know the logo yeah. changed, Thanks, but Elon. I didn't know if the – the actual uh, name of the company had changed, so it's um, no, but it, uh, it's been great, and I'm glad to, to have this opportunity to, to talk to different athletes. Very cool, Coach Sule. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.